Hello there, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Lady Boss Lounge. I'm your host, Maren Barnard, and I am ready to talk all things business, life, family, and everything in between with you. So, girl, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Albert Einstein once said, imagination is more important than knowledge because knowledge is limited. However, imagination encircles the world. I mean, just think about those words. You know, we're limited by our knowledge, but our imagination encircles the world. Like our imagination is unlimited. So I don't know if you know this guy called Napoleon Hill. He is the author of Think and Grow Rich, and he is believed to have said that whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Now, to be honest with you, it took me a very long time to really grasp and understand the power of what exactly he was trying to say. But once I did, I think things really started to take on a new meaning and direction in my own life, and especially in my business life. You know, that book, Think and Grow Rich, was written by Napoleon Hill back in 1937. And to this day, it is among the 10 best-selling self-help books of all time. So if you haven't bought that book yet, and if you haven't read that book yet, I highly suggest that you get it, download it on Audible, and um, read it. Because it is a real, it's one of those books that you need as a foundation if you are getting into life, and especially if you're getting into business. Think and grow rich. Simple, those few words, yet they're so profound. Now, notice the order of the words, think first and then grow rich second. Now, isn't that so powerful? You know, have a think about your own life. Is your mind holding you back? Are your thoughts a stumbling block and preventing you from taking the action necessary to get where you want to be? You know, what are you thinking about? What signals are you sending to your brain? Are you thinking in a manner that serves you or do you find yourself speaking in a negative manner? Are you your own worst critic? Now, don't worry, you're absolutely not alone. Most of us are exactly the same. Now, little might we realize though that our thinking, our thoughts, our focus is actually subconsciously having a direct bearing on the results we are getting in our life. I mean, how can it be any other way? You're asking your brain to focus on certain things and it happily obliges. You are basically sending it certain signals, minute by minute, and it's responding accordingly. This is not magic. It's not a secret. It's not woo. It's how the brain was designed. It's going to focus on what is important to you. Now, how does it know what is important to you? By the messages or the signals that you are giving it. So be aware and catch yourself with your thoughts and your self-talk. And that is why Napoleon Hill reminds us to think first. Think good thoughts and then you'll get good outcomes. Think positive things and you'll get positive results. Say good things and you will receive good things back. You know, I would love to know whether any of you have actually read this book. So send me a message or leave a comment because I would really like to know if you have actually read his book. 
So what are some of the lessons that we can learn from this book and which we can implement into our own lives and businesses? So I thought today I will go through some of the lessons that I've learned from reading his book in no particular order. So um, let's do it. Okay, lesson number one, your thoughts and your thinking are the starting point. Now, Napoleon Hill suggests that it is in fact our thinking that is most conducive to our personal success, more so than many other features, including whether it's money or your knowledge or education, gender or background. The woman who thinks that she can is already a step closer to the finishing line than the woman who thinks that she can't. Now, I guess that makes sense because if you think you can't, you are defeated before you even begin. So you probably won't even try at anything because you think basically that it's impossible for you. Now, if you think it's impossible, you believe it's impossible and therefore your actions will reflect exactly that. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy and a cycle that can become difficult to disentangle yourself from. You know, I always say give me any two ladies, one who is super skilled but thinks she can't and one who is less skilled but thinks she can. I will always invest in the second person. You know, how many times have you seen people with talent who waste it because of the way they think or overcome by fear and inaction? And by the same token, you see people who are really massively successful simply because they think they can be and not necessarily because they had the skill to do it. You know, how often have you looked at someone and said, I know more than her. I'm much more skilled and much more educated than her. But she's the one that's making the money and I'm not. The difference, she thinks that she can and she believed it. And so she did it. You know, getting your mindset right is such an important part of your life, your business, for anything, for really living a fulfilled life. And that is why it is the foundation of my course, of my KYOB course. We first start off with that mindset. I'll always say it and I'll always repeat it, that you can have all the tools in your toolbox. If your mindset is not right, it will hold you back from being the person that you want to be to achieve the things that you want to achieve and to be able to leave that legacy that you're really dreaming of leaving behind. And it all starts with your mind and your belief system. Now, thinking in and of itself might be a little bit too general in nature. So Napoleon Hill actually describes thinking to be a mixture of faith, um, initiative, resilience, and a willingness to win. Now, also remember to be very clear on your goals and your thinking. I mean, you need to know exactly what it is that you want to achieve. You know, George Harrison once said, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So is it time perhaps for you to start changing the way you think? Give it a go right away. Catch the negative thoughts and replace them with thinking that's actually going to serve you going forward. So the second lesson that I learned from Napoleon Hill's book was why. Why are we doing what we're doing? Why do we want change? Why are we desiring any sort of change? You know, it's okay to be thinking as a starting point, but what are you thinking about and why are you thinking about it? You know, why is that you want to move from where you are currently stuck or how intense is your desire for change and how committed are you for lasting change? 
It's only when you want something really, really badly that you will start putting in the effort to move you from your comfort zone and confront your fears and then start making your thoughts a reality. Here's a little exercise for you to do. I want you to write down 250 compelling reasons as to why you want to change. Yes, you heard me right, 250. What is your first reaction? Why bother? This woman is crazy. This is going to be too hard. Why 250? It's not possible. These are all the things that I'm sure is going, up, going on in your mind right now. So can you see how our mind and our thinking quickly and suddenly comes into play again? Or were you sitting there thinking, give me a pen and paper, only 250 reasons? Geez, that's so easy. So be honest with yourself. What was your first reaction? Were you against it? Were you immediately throwing um, reasons why you can't do it up? Or was this going to be a challenge? Like, could you not wait to get started? Now, to move from thoughts to actually taking action is going to have to involve a reason. Now, I've called it a desire, commitment, or your why, as many people now call it these days. How strong is that desire and commitment to make lasting change? Do you have a strong vision for your life? Remember the Wright brothers who imagined a machine that could fly through the air? They were not the first to have this thought, but what differentiated them from their competitors was a huge vision and a burning desire to be the first to fly. So notwithstanding criticism, repeated failures and less resources than anyone else, they were prepared to sacrifice everything in order to become the pioneers for modern day avi aviation. So imagine they had gone about the endeavors with a sort of attitude. You know, how many of you are currently sitting on the fence with this half in, half out attitude. You know, you keep saying to yourself, you want change, you, you want a better life, like this is not all you were created for, you want to leave a legacy, but you kind of don't want to do the work that is involved to actually get that type of success. You know, so will you ever really get your own plan off the ground? You can either have results or you can have excuses, but you can never have both. So I want to ask you, are you afraid of failure or are you afraid that you might actually succeed? Are you unsure about taking the responsibility and then holding yourself accountable for the outcome? I actually think that's a big one because so many women are scared of putting it out there and then being held accountable for their dreams and the action that they need to take. You know, are you still prepared to allow others to control your destiny or have you reached that tipping point of desire, wanting more and wanting a better life for you and your family? So I'll end this lesson off with what is your level of desire? What is your why? And what are you prepared to do in order to get that? Okay, so let's jump into lesson number three. Now, lesson number three is all about faith. You know, your thoughts can be on point. You can have that burning desire for change. But do you truly believe that you can achieve your goals? This is where faith makes a great partner. This is the ability to convince yourself that 
what you are daring to dream about, that you can and that you will actually conceive it. The onus is now on you. And that is the scary part, isn't it? You are now willing, you are able, you are capable to achieve your desired goals within a certain time frame. You know, I always say, don't fake it until you make it, but faith it until you make it. Believe that you can. Allow your subconscious mind to help you in your endeavors. You know, what are your intentions? This involves a degree of practice whereby you catch yourself each time that you have doubts and negative thoughts. Focus on the positivity. Write down your goals. Be very specific about your goals. Define a timeline. You know, you can't just leave it for some day. Like, by when do you want to reach these goals? By when do you want this change in your life? And then repeat them out loud often. Put them where you can see them daily, on your bathroom mirror or on your dressing table's mirror, every time you open your cupboard, on the fridge door. Put it there where you can see it so that you can remind yourself of what it is that you are trying to achieve, that you are wanting to achieve, that you are going to achieve. Practice positive affirmations and gratitude. Make a contract with yourself that you will pursue your goals with relentless endeavor. In other words, You will continue until, until you achieve your dreams, until you achieve your goals. Okay, now let's dive into lesson number four, which is knowledge. You know, people often say that knowledge is power, but in reality, it's applied knowledge that is so much more powerful. Napoleon Hill calls it potential power. You know, knowledge only becomes actual power when the information is intelligently directed through specific plans of action with a well-defined purpose. In other words, there has to be a committed intention with a plan in place. Now, do you have a plan on how you're going to achieve these goals that you've set? Do you understand your skills gap and what you need to do in order to move you forward? Do you know where to find the information that you need? You know, part of what we do in Kickstart Your Online Business, my signature program, we help women just like you to take an idea and turn it into an online business. It's to empower you with the knowledge and the tools to make more money doing the things that you love. We provide you with the right tools in the right order for the position that you are currently in. You know, I spent the last eight years in the online world working out what works and what does not work. Now, there is a lot of fluff out there, but there's also a lot of gold. And I've paid for the ineffective tools, but I've also learned some valuable lessons along the way. And by being in the arena, I feel you. I feel your pain and I understand what you are going through. You know, do you open a business Facebook page or do I need a website? You know, what is this thing called an ideal customer? And now they're telling me I've got to have a niche. What even is that? There is so many different things that is required when you are starting an online business. And I totally get the confusion that can happen. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, my passion is to help women just like you to find their purpose to develop their plans and to follow a step-by-step system with a personal guide, that's me of course, right by your side. 
Now, if that sounds like you, we should make a date, you know, send me a message and we can have a cup of coffee over Zoom. Now, there is so much more that we can cover together, like your imagination, your fear or the subconscious mind. But I will leave the other learnings for another day. There's enough information for you to digest right now. So before I end off, let's just recap our four lessons. First of all, it was our thoughts, the thinking, what we conceive we need to believe in order to achieve it. Our second lesson was our why, that burning desire. You know, decide once, commit once, and then start implementing. If you have that why that keeps you going, that reason for doing, for wanting the change that you're looking for, you are halfway down the success path. Then the third lesson, you need faith. You need to believe that you can. You need to believe that it is your turn. You need to believe that it is your time. It is your time to shine. And then lesson number four, you need to upskill. Find someone who has what you want and then emulate what they are doing. Find someone that has actually walked the walk, that is earning the money that you are looking to earn and that is helping others to do the same. Now, if you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful if you could share it with another lady boss that you think needs to hear this message. And I would really appreciate it if you would take a screenshot right now, wherever you are listening to this episode and share it to your stories and tag me. I would love to know what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode. Well, that's it from me. Until next week, go out and make a difference because there's someone out there right now waiting for exactly what you have to offer. 